Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, one of the fastest growing movie podcasts in the world, where we discuss all things film. On this movie news episode, we will discuss recent events in the film industry from June 14th to June 20th. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. This is Anthony. This is James, and this is Movie News, episode 3, June 14th to 20th. Let's go over the latest entertainment news in film and television. What's been going on, Jim? So, I think the first one is, the, is really fun. It's, it's hilarious. It's this big controversy where DC said that... Um, that Batman doesn't go down on Catwoman. They said something <laughs> ridiculous like, heroes don't do that. And, like, they're trying to sell toys. It's like, dude, he's dressed in a suit and beats people to the pulp. Like, yeah, I mean, that's okay, but pleasing a woman's not. <laughs> personally, I think that, like, Batman, Bruce Wayne spends half his time in a cave anyway, so why wouldn't he like to hang out in other dark, damp areas as well? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But I think there's canon. I, I can't remember which one it is, but Zack Snyder tweeted a photo of, of Batman actually going down on Catwoman in one of the comic books. Hey, it makes sense. I mean, if you're in any relationship, you get a give and receive. It's, it's all about giving and giving. That makes him even yeah. more of a hero. Yeah, exactly. Come on. That's something women want. Jeez. It's ridiculous. Like, what? They can't have sex? It's, you're DC. Oh, my God. It's like it's like Disney trying it's to like act like... It's like rated R comic books already. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, what's the big deal? It's you know insane. Catwoman's getting what she wants. Dude, Catwoman <laughs> would make Batman yeah. do it. Yeah. She would dominate that relationship for sure. <laughs> Um, we also had some great stuff from The Flash, the movie. So Andy Muschietti has been sh- slowly like sharing some like sneak peek images from the sh- from the set, and he did. We talked about the Michael Keaton Batman symbol, bat chest piece that with blood on it from mm-hmm. last week. But he also did the new Flash costume emblem, which looks really cool. And also, what clearly looks to be Supergirl's S in her suit, which looks badass because it looks just like Cal Els and 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 Henry Cavill oh, same style, same style and everything. So it seems like we're going to be introduced to, if not one, more Kryptonians from that universe. It makes sense because doesn't Cal El and Man of Steel notice that there's like an empty bed or something? Yes, on yeah. the ship. Yeah, on the ship. Yeah. Like there, like and that's where his cousin was or something. I think Zach was like setting stuff up for the future. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, it looks really cool. And Sasha Cal, I think her name's Kaye. Sasha Cat. I don't know how to say it. Sasha Cal? Kale? Kale? You're, you're going to get in trouble. I'm definitely going to get in trouble. Um, she plays Supergirl, which is going to be awesome to see. I think I think Andy Muschietti is going to kill this movie. He's going to knock it out of the park. He's such a great director. and what well, he, he did, did a with, great job with it. Yeah, yeah. With, what, with what he did with that, can you imagine what he's going to do with superheroes? And now we're going to have all these epic heroes all in one movie. It's like every, every movie with superheroes now is now a team-up movie. Yeah, <laughs> they got to be. <laughs> Keep them interested. Yeah, like the Black Widow movie is basically a team-up movie, kind of. Think about it. But and then, um, I, I can't wait to see Supergirl and what she's like and her abilities because it's the first film adaptation of Supergirl in like decades. Is it the same actress from the TV show, or is there a different? No, different, different thing. Got it. It's like how the Flash is a different actor, Got but he's it. gonna have a cameo in this. Oh, okay, the guy from the Flash TV show. Very cool. Loki episode episode two dropped. Yeah, and we're just diving more and more into this world. It's getting more interesting. I liked the second episode more than the first one. Um, I, it was fun. It's, it's hysterical, like expanding Loki, on the world. Loki's yeah. like working there for the TVA now, so it's really cool what we're what we're getting glimpses at. He's finally accepted that like this is like the greatest power in the universe. Yeah. So yeah. I'm curious to see how the series goes. Yeah. How many episodes is it going to be? Is it going to be six? I think it's going to be eight, like all the others. Okay. All right. Uh, Scream has completely finished production. So Very cool. that will be an awesome horror movie to check out. Hopefully they don't ruin it. I hope they kill it. No pun intended. <laughs> 
and this will be the fifth Scream movie, and it will be released in January 2022. I'm excited because it's the original cast. Everyone's in it. Except for, you know, Wes isn't around to direct it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. unfortunately. But, I mean, you got um, Courtney Cox, Liv Tyler. I mean, um, what's her name? Sydney. Remember? Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell, yeah. yeah Nev Campbell. And then um, what's the guy who plays Dewey? Dave Arquette. Dave Arquette, yeah. So they're all returning. He's like, yo, give me that money. Oh, new Scream? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in that. <laughs> oh, oh uh, let me check with my schedule. Oh, looks like I could fit it in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a movie called Woman Talking coming out soon. It's going in production. And Rooney Mara, Claire Foy, Jessica, Buck- Jessica Buckley joined Francis McDormand in an all-star cast. And Sarah Pauly is actually directing the movie. And so I'm sure this is going to be a great film. Ben Wishaw has a supporting role as well, so I'm very curious to see what this is, film is about. Sarah Pauly's awesome. She's she's made a few really good documentaries, especially one investigating her her family history, um, and she's been a pretty well known actress as well. I'm curious. It's a great cast. So I love Claire Foy. I love Rooney Mara. I think Claire Foy is super talented, and people don't really know it if they haven't seen The Crown. Um, she was also great in First Man. But I think she's a remarkable actress. So she's going to be a big star. In Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They both played uh, Lizbeth. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Ronnie and her. Yeah. yeah they That's both did. Lizbeth yeah. Salander. Yeah. Um, Luca came out streaming. So we haven't checked it out yet, but I really want to watch it because, you know, it reminds me so much of Call Me By Your Name, which <laughs> yeah. we all know I love that movie. And um, yeah, I'm super curious to it. I've, I've read nothing but great reviews about it. And, you know, it, it seems like it's a great classic Pixar film already. Do they speak Italian or no? I speak English. English? I'm sure there's a little bit of Italian. Yeah, there, there must be. Like maybe the parents speak Italian or something. Uh, yeah, like the grandparents and yeah, stuff, and like yeah, people yeah. around the towns. Yeah, but it looks like the they designed it to look very much like the aesthetic of Call Me by Your Name. The clothing, the areas. Uh, it feels like they definitely used that as the main inspiration for the film. The Indiana Jones 4K four movie collection came out from Paramount, and they actually. Uh, enlisted us to do like an unboxing video we had some fun with that too they sent us the four disc set so it's super cool um watching it on 4k is is it's breathtaking it looks fantastic it looks so good um if you have a 4k tv get that but it check it out it's it's available now wherever you can get anything and we got this awesome kit we got the whip and they sent us a hat and it was just super fun we made a couple videos about it so check that out if you're an indiana jones fan it's a great restoration it looks fantastic and then uh, Kristen Wiig is set to star in a Stepford Wives-esque thriller called The Husbands. So I think like the gender roles are reversed where the husbands will be like some kind of maybe robotic or mind-controlled group. And uh, it's a very interesting idea. Uh, I love Kristen Wiig and Brad Pitt basically hits all the, all the right moves with his producing credits. So it should be fun. There's a new trailer for this movie called Gunpowder Milkshake. Uh, it's Karen Gillian, Lena Headey, and this bullet-ridden action movie thriller and I love Lana Hetty because yeah she's great as, as um, Cersei but she's also in um, Dread, Dread and yeah. she's an awesome villain in that movie so I, I'm curious to see her like in an action thriller like this and it looks fun Karen Gillan's awesome she's an assassin in this movie and it, sh- it should be a good time it feels very John Wick-esque because it's like the the assassins they have like an underground thing. I think it's everyone's, the librarians. Tr- everyone's trying to make yeah, it the John next Wick. John Wick. Yeah, they're all doing it. You could say like the librarians are like the underground, the hotel. Yeah. And but it feel it looks like a fun ride for sure. Hotel Artemis tried to do it, so yeah, everyone's like, yeah. how do we make the next John Wick? How about <laughs> you just make the next whatever you can come up with? Yeah, exactly. And then we also have 
another female-led action film called Jolt, which is Kate Beckinsale taking the lead role in this. And Kate's an action badass. Like, her and the Underworld movies are great, so I'm curious to see what that trailer is going to be like in a movie. Yeah, it's like going back to her roots. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a Beauty and the Beast prequel series that follows Gaston and LeFou, uh, their adventures. And uh, it seems interesting. I mean, those characters are loved by the franchise um, fans, so I'm sure... They'll make something cool, but it seems like Disney Plus is turning everything into a series now. Into a prequel. Like, yeah. well, what can we do with this? So, I mean, no more original ideas, but... Multiverse. Whatever. Beauty and the Beast multiverse. Snow White multiverse. <laughs> like, it's going to be like the dwarf's origin story. <laughs> <laughs> How sleepy got sleepy. <laughs> How grumpy got grumpy. It's going to be... Grumpy gr- origins. Grump- they all have their spinoffs. It's going to be grumpy as, as Joker. <laughs> he lost his entire family. <laughs> <laughs> they were murdered. <laughs> oh my god but hey they, they own the rights they can do whatever they want i guess if you think about like today movies and tv shows it's now like the new books and comic books with how much content it's just content made. it's just content there's going everywhere it's yeah. insane they just want you on their service as as much as possible um eli roth's directing a new movie it's, it's the borderlands video game adaptation which Kevin Hart stars in, and uh, he teased that. He said it looks like a game, which I, I have high hopes for because I, I really like Eli Roth as a director. He's made some great movies, some great horror flicks. Um, so hopefully it's cool because, you know, video game adaptations usually never succeed. They're never really good. They've usually bomb. I mean, besides, like, Detective Pikachu. None of them make money. Doom yeah. was kind of cool. I guess Doom was, like, similar to the game, and, like, the first-person shooter stuff was pretty cool, but they always miss, and... I mean, Mortal Kombat was, eh, you know, it's it's, it's it, tough. It's disappointing because there's so many good games out there that you wish they could adapt into well movies. Like, I would love to someday see a Zelda movie. Like, that would be epic. But hey, I mean, they're video games for for a reason. They're, 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 they're dense, and yeah. they're not, they're not, the stories aren't made for cinema. And Eli Roth, is, is he's a very underrated director. He made, the last movie he made was actually really good. It's a kid's movie called The House with the Key in the Walls, and it's, it's awesome. It's got Kate Blanchett and Jack Black in it. I loved it. Let's see, we got... Although there's a, a Marvin Gaye biopic uh, in pre-production, which I'm very curious about. I think he's one of my favorite artists, and he had a, a great life, but then a very tragic end to his life, and it's a very complex story and very interesting story, so I'm sure that'll turn out really well. We got Settlers, which is a family trying to survive on Mars. That's a that's something that's coming out, and then Evil Dead Rise, another Ooh, nice. prequel on HBO Max. A prequel to the prequel of Evil Dead. <laughs> How many of these goddamn movies they got to make? They just don't, they won't stop. Oh, man. We get a prequel everything. <laughs> we got to make sequels. Evil to Dead Origins. Every character <laughs> in every show and movie of all time, they're going to get their own TV ad- adaptation. They're going to do like, a, I bet you they do like Michael Scott prequel. <laughs> in high school. Like Michael Scott in no, high when school. He, when he's first hired as a salesman at Dunder Mifflin. Oh, that's great. Him and Young Dwight. I, I guarantee they pitched it. Peacock's going to make it after they watch this. Someone pitched that idea for sure. <laughs> what if we do like Michael Scott like as he just gets hired at Dunder Mifflin? <laughs> Unreal. It's never going to end. There's a trailer that I saw called The Shrink Next Door, which is a miniseries with Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd. And it looks really good. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, he's Paul Rudd plays in like an evil psychiatrist, so I'm really curious about this about this series. He's, he seems to take advantage of Will Ferrell as his client in yeah. some capacity, which which I love because yo, know, I love doctors, I love science, but there are still some a lot of bad people out there that are doctors and and like I mean, Doctor Death is like the craziest story I've yeah. ever heard. If you ever listen to any of those podcasts or, a good movie. or documentaries, so there are a lot of bad people that are in positions where you they 
you think like stereotypically, oh, they're just good people because they're they're in a profession that generally helps people. But there's some fucked up people out there. Yeah. It looks like a great dark comedy. So, I can't wait to see. Yeah, it. I'm definitely want to check it out. What else we got? Oh, Zoe Kravitz is making her directorial debut with a film called Pussy Island, starring Channing Tatum, which I'm super curious about. Like, it, I wonder if it's gonna be like a like like a person lost at sea gets trapped on like an island full full of women. Yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, that might be a good. Yeah. Kind of like in the Odyssey. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Yeah, Peter Jackson's The Beatles documentary is going to be released Thanksgiving weekend over the course of three days. So. I will be watching that. Even though there's probably been like 700 Beatles documentaries made, I'm pretty curious about this because Peter well, Jackson's this one's awesome. Well, this one's special because it's... That's what they all say. No, no, no. <laughs> no let me tell you why it's special. Tell me why it's special. So they, because there are hobbits in it? No. <laughs> uh, Peter Jackson um, is using never-before-seen footage of the Beatles, and also most of the footage was black and white, and they've colorized it. Yeah, so the same thing we did with the World War II yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. So we're seeing footage that no one had ever seen before with them making the album in color. So and it it's it's the whole point of the documentary is he wanted to show that yes, the band broke up, but they weren't like enemies like the media portrayed them as as like hating each other. And when they made this album, they actually really enjoyed making it. A lot of people think like, "Oh, they reluctantly made the album and then they like wanted to break up the whole time." But ultimately they all loved each other, and they were great collaborators with one another, and I think he wanted to show a new light of what exactly happened between them. I'm very excited for it. It looks awesome. The trailer is sick. How excited are you for it? Super excited. Super excited. Yeah. Kid listens to Breakfast with the Beatles every Sunday. Every Sunday. It's obsessed. The Beatles are great. Anyways, um, John Wick 4, another great casting of Hiroyuki Sonata, who I'm sure you've all seen in a bunch of movies. I think most famously he's in The Last Samurai. Mm -hmm. He plays like the samurai who doesn't like Tom Cruise's character at first, but they eventually develop a mutual respect for each other. So awesome Japanese actor getting in John Wick 4. He's probably going to be like maybe like some uh, some gang leader or some warlord in that realm. Just like same thing with uh, Lawrence Fishburne or something Why like can't that. he be a cobbler or something? <laughs> a cobbler? <laughs> an ice cream man. <laughs> I, he's going to sell ice cream in John Wick 4. <laughs> ice cream full of bullets. <laughs> and probably the most interesting trailer I've seen in a long time is Pig, starring Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Where he, he, he seems, it's like John Wick again, where he's like he has a truffle pig, and he lives in the middle of the woods, and I guess someone steals his truffle pig, so he goes on like this rampage to get the pig back. Dude, I love Nick Cage, and he takes some... Obviously, he does a lot of bad movies for the money, but he does take some interesting stuff. Like, Mandy is so cool. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious if Pig is kind of going to be somewhere around that realm. It looks really intriguing, so I'm I'm very curious. Oh, and there's that Steven Spielberg semi-autobiographical film. It just cast Sam Reichner. Um, I'm curious to see what it will be like. It's about him growing up and becoming a filmmaker. Is that what it's going to be? About? Yeah, I think essentially, yeah. yeah. I think it's it's semi, so I think he'll it'll be that mixed with maybe some fictional things they added. Yeah, I bet I bet he'll talk show a lot of like those things he did, like making those home movies as kids and, and being a filmmaker when he's a teenager and stuff. Yeah, I think it, I think maybe with this movie he wants to show young people the art of making movies and how you can do something really creative with it. Mm -hmm. You know. Especially nowadays, because kids, you have an iPhone 12 and you can your 4K footage looks amazing. Yeah. Compared to like when he was a kid, and all he had was a Super 8 camera. Dude, new iPhones, I think they even do like 60 frames per second slow motion in 4K, which That's is insane. absurd. That's insane. Um, Dune is going to premiere at the Venice Film Festival. I I don't think I've been this excited for a movie. Oh really? I haven't heard since that you were excited <laughs> <laughs> since like maybe 
like in Interstellar or Inception, maybe I think Inception because we never seen anything like that. But I, I don't think I've been this anticipated for a movie in like a decade. So I'm just dying to see Dune. I'm going through the book again. Uh, Blade for- Runner. Oh yeah, Blade Runner yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, Blade Runner twenty four now is pretty dope. But um, but Dune, I've, I'm on I'm the third reading of the book right now just to prepare even more for it. And I just I can't wait, man. This movie, I just so many people don't even know what it is, and I just want to share this with them. Even though <laughs> you I'm want not, to shout it on the rooftops. Yeah, I want to go. I love Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> so Dune's gonna be amazing. Let us know if you guys want to do what we did with the Batman, like the everything we know about Dune episode. Yeah, I think that would be a cool episode. It should be fun. Yeah. Oh, Megan Fox is back in a leading role until death. Uh, I think she took a hiatus to to raise her kids and hang be, out with Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and be with her family. But uh, I mean, she Megan Fox is is I think she she's a leading actress for sure. So I think she could definitely do well. I think again. she's a leading actress in horror. So I think yeah. that's why she's coming back to till death with horror. She could definitely be a scream queen yeah. for sure. Um, Bad Robot, J.J. Abrams' company, they're making a UFO docuseries. So I don't know if that's going to be tied with with all the UFO information and, and files that have been recently released over the past year. So should be fun. No one wants to talk about the fact that there's all these UFO videos. Like, I don't think they're aliens, though. I don't think I think they're technologies from other countries, maybe. Yeah, I, the thing is, UFO doesn't mean aliens. It just means yeah, unidentified. I so I think that... I think it's so fun to think of like our aliens here and are these alien tech, but I don't think it's alien tech. I don't think it's aliens. I just think it's crazy technology. I think the universe is in the galaxy is just so impossibly big that it's impossible for anyone to even know we're here. Possibly. That's sad to say that we're all alone, but I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's a pretty big place. Yeah. The universe. Even if there was life uh, across the universe, by the time like they sent a signal here. They would be dead <laughs> for like billions of years. Yeah, there's, that's how big the universe there, there is. There are literally no words to describe how enormous the universe is. Like you can't describe it. Yeah, it, it, I can't. Every star you see in the sky is dead by the time the light hits reaches Earth. Probably. Yeah, that's how big the universe is. Anyways, um, sorry to uh, mess up your heads, guys. Netflix bought the rights to Seinfeld. Uh, Hulu paid. More than $180 million for the rights for the sitcom in 2015. So how much did they pay for, for this? It's unreleased, but it's got to be over $200 million. It's probably like $500 mil. Just, I think they want it for a while, so they, I think they might have signed a long-term deal. I mean, because now with the networks having their own streaming services, why not have the most popular sitcom of all time? Yeah. I mean, so you, $500 million, they're probably like, whatever, slap it. And Larry David's just like raining in money even more. And give Seinfeld's- me, Give me more. Brian Seinfeld's like, I guess I'll take another $100 million. I guess I'll take another $500 million. What's the deal with all this money? <laughs> <laughs> Newman! <laughs> but I mean, that's the probably you could argue is the most important television property of all time. So that, it's the diamond of TV. True. Yeah, like it's like that, and I guess Friends, and for me, The Office. Yeah. I think The Office is... Yeah. is it but was, I think Seinfeld is just number one. We'll see how it performs, because The Office was the most viewed item on Netflix for the last, like, five, six years. Like, yeah, but that's because Netflix didn't have it. I know. That's what I'm saying. So we'll see. We'll see how it we'll performs see. now that Netflix has it. Jesus. Whoa. So combative with me. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got anything else? Uh, oh, The Witcher season two trailer came out and it looks actually pretty cool. I liked, I love the concept of the show. I just didn't love the production of the first season. Like I wasn't a huge fan of the directing and the script wasn't very. I great. think yeah, the scripts weren't yeah. fantastic. I think there's a lot of potential there, and I think if Henry Cavill is still doing it, he thinks there's potential too. I'm sure they they fixed whatever the problems or qualms were with the first season, 
And, but fans loved it. It was one of Netflix's most popular shows when it came out. I feel like they say that about everything. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> most streamed show again. Every movie they yeah. released, most streamed movie of all time. Well, the thing with it is like it doesn't really count because they always say like, oh, it was watched by 20 million households, but it's like because you have a thumbnail on the homepage and it auto plays half the time, and then people are like, oh, curious, like, oh, what is this thumbnail? And they click on it. And then they watch it for like a minute and they turn it off. No, they watch it for five seconds. That yeah. counts as a view. So in the yeah, they count it as a watch. And it's like, come on, really? It's it's kind of hard when you go on the homepage and all you see are the photos of like the new shows. So obviously it's gonna be in the top ten. And a lot of people, you know, it's social conformity. They'll watch like what's trending. They'll watch yeah. what's number one on Netflix this week. I might as well watch this movie that's about a dog yeah. eating a turtle. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> whatever's trending. Trending number one. <laughs> that would be number one. <laughs> that sounds like something. Netflix execs are like. Do we have anything with a dog and a new turtle? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're handing out they're handing out budgets to any idea that comes out their way. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. If you guys, so what script- if like Adam Sandler like falls in love with a dog? The golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. But it's it's not even close to as impressive as like a show like uh, even like The Big Bang Theory pulling in twenty million viewers every night on TV. Like that's inc- that's impressive, which is wild because that show is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if you like that show, but it's trash. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. I can't, I can't watch network TV. It's like a thing. Like as soon as like it's I bad. see the bad lighting and the it's scripts bad. and the I just can't do it. Yeah. Sorry if you guys like network TV. I'm just not for me. We stop bashing network TV. <laughs> it's so bad. People work so hard on those shows. Yeah, they do. No, I'm just kidding. They aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's all we got for movie news for for the week of June 14th to 20th. I hope you all have a great week. We have episode 100 on Monday. We're doing something super special for that, so you got to stay tuned for that on Monday. Look out for it Monday morning. It's going to be episode 100 of Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Take care, everyone. Talk to you later. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.